Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 274, Charlotte's number one podcast recording in the basement. Back on Zoom, because why not? Sometimes it's just a little bit easier to just everyone jump on here and chat it up. This is going to be our Panthers season depression vent session slash looking forward to what we think is going to happen. We had the press conferences today of everybody, (laughs) and then we'll just kind of go from there. But started up top left, Duvall, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, it's uh, not another victory Monday. I don't know the last time we had one of those. but uh, The Cardinals game. Know, doing pretty good. Hey, the yeah, Hornets yeah. won. The Hornets it did. It is a victory. That's true. Okay, That's okay. True. You're right. You're right. I'm he sorry. can spin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain, man. Uh, Happy New Year to some of you all who I haven't seen. Um, but if you're looking for me, Rod vs. Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram. All right, and you've already heard him. He's got the Spider-Man hoodie on, the Panthers cap. Lurs, hey, how you doing? Hello. Is that more Brian Burns-esque or just you love Spider-Man? Oh, I like Spider-Man more than Brian Burns, but I like <laughs> Brian Burns a lot. <laughs> I do like Bernie, yeah. old Bernie, but uh, no, I, I mean, it's a very comfortable hoodie also. I mean, quite frankly, it's nice. It's, it's nice. Nice. All right, so how you uh, been? Adam. I've been good. Happy New Year to y'all as well. Uh, I've been good. You know, obviously, uh, Panthers weren't. So, yeah, but we're here. You know, woohoo. Where, where can you be found? They, uh, you can find me, Harold Janderson, on uh, Twitter, Lursmania, Instagram. Um, yeah, it's like deja vu. It, it is. seems like we're at this spot every year. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We haven't hit the playoffs. We've been doing this episode, you know, the same week, it seems like, every year because we haven't made a playoff run. So, you're absolutely correct. So, all right. Caleb, back again. How you doing, man? What's up, fellas? Appreciate you guys having me. Um, yeah, and just a quick shout-out. If, if you want some entertainment, Harold Jenderson on Twitter has been on fire oh, lately. <laughs> I, so, so, it's a must-follow. Yeah. People might unfollow me soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but I'm good. I'm good. You know, busy wedding planning, doing everything in life, and uh, ready to talk to you guys tonight. When, uh, when are you guys getting married? You pick a date yet? October. Okay. Ten months from now. Ooh. Still got. Okay. Still got, got a little time. time. Yeah. Have you? So, are you worried at all with conflicting NC State slash Panthers schedule in that October date? Uh. So, um, not really. Okay. Um, I could care less about either on a Saturday night. To be yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just pure disappointment in life. So Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right. All right. For me, Jerry Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then listen to this podcast, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. And then, of course, our YouTube. Go subscribe. Who would ever thought we'd get to 1,000 people watching us be sad for the past three years of all those reaction videos. Hey. Birio carts, and then our next one will be a, a Super Bowl on top of some Birio carts and some brewery reviews coming up. So if you haven't done all that, do all that. But let's get to the good and juicy stuff. Lurs, you have you have been quite the quick thumbs during these last oh, this, this losing streak here. It, you know, I'm having a purge. You're having I'm just a, having a purge. 
I'm ready for everything to be purged. Okay, you know, so I'll, I'll give you the – what is your overall feelings for those who haven't followed Twitter and all that stuff? Um, quite frankly, I am sick and tired of Panther fans, okay. if I'm honest. At least half at least half of them that are on Twitter. I mean, it's a joke now. We suck in every facet. And, I mean – it's just a joke, though, how much people will go to lengths to defend Cam Newton for no reason. And I'm like, and it, I love Cam, but I'm like, I think everyone deserves blame. Because yeah. this season has sucked. Mm-hmm. And everyone has sucked. Everyone has sucked. Yeah. And I think they all react off each other and whatnot. Um, and I'm just tired of it, man. It's like, I'm a Panthers fan. And half these people on Twitter, at least, are Camther fans, as I like to call them. <laughs> and, like, I'm a Cam fan. Like, he's probably my second favorite player of all time. And if he didn't get hurt, he would have been my first. Yeah. But, I mean, bottom line is he can't throw it anymore, period. Yeah. I mean, and like I've said on Twitter, I mean, I think he could still be a contributing member to a good team, but just not a quarterback. I mean, I think the prime – my prime thing, and I mean, and it's also like I've been bashing Cam a lot, but it's only because everyone else is already getting bashed except Cam. And I'm like, hold on, he, he deserves a little bashing too. And that's my point of it. Like, he couldn't throw to DJ more wide open 30 yards. And I'm not saying like, I mean, clearly his arm's shot. Yeah. So anyone who thinks we should bring him back at quarterback next year is a joke. And they're not a, they don't want the Panthers to win. Do you, and I want the Panthers to win. And you, I'm tired of not winning. Do you think this is with any like uh, backside lash out because you were on the opposite side of the Kimba take years ago? Yes. <laughs> That's what I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. But I mean, that's like, that's a little bit of. But I, that'd be, I'd be lying because, I mean, I was just waiting for y'all to ask. So okay. I'd be like, yeah, you guys love asking me about Kemba. So, uh, <laughs> so okay, funny, okay, funny, funny behind – It's time to admit it. Behind the scenes, Duvall, we talked about this when I was like, yeah, Duvall – I mean, uh, Adam and Caleb are going to come on at the end of the last season or the last game. And Duvall was like, man, Lurs is really going in on Twitter. And I was like, you know, I think it's, I think it's some of this is a retaliation because he was a little, he was a late to no, the Kimba push. Well, I mean, my Twitter, my Twitter, no, had nothing to do with Kimba. I was saving that for this, but <laughs> uh, I, I just hate, I just see too many dumbass people pop up that claim to be Panther fans, and quite frankly, I don't think they are, and I'm tired of it, and yeah. I just want to win. And I'm like, this is why this is. It's like I also feel like half of these people have just accepted mediocrity and i'm like fuck it yeah fuck it you know what i I mean it It sucks and i I wish cam did good and i was excited when we signed yeah but bottom line is i mean he's just as bad as sam Darnold now i mean that that's facts their stats are identical other than he only threw for 85 yards a game and i think that's a testament to his injury but nonetheless i mean i mean he also it's just another it's just another example overall of what's going on with this whole organization. No, I, that's and I mean, I think Caleb said something about it on Twitter too. Tepper is not getting it nearly as much heat as he deserves because, quite frankly, he's been here the longest, and 
I mean, I think you were spot on. The used car salesman with rule. I mean, I think you're spot on with that. I'm yeah. ready to eat that. <laughs> he needs. <laughs> but the fact that he's not gone is another detriment to me for Tepper. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, the whole organization to me right now is just in a shit storm, and yeah. I'm like, all right, I, I need to repent. I need to repent this. Season's <laughs> over. I can move the Hornets and be free. And yep. if draft time comes, I can. Try to be optimistic. Yes. The, but the saddest part, like the the saddest part of yes, getting hyped for the draft is we don't have a two and a three, and that kills me every I know. time. It sucks. Because like usually the promise of like your team sucking is like okay we get draft we get a hot couple hot draft picks you get a pick those first especially picking sixth those that second round pick is a is a, a, a potential first it's round huge. guy who slid and now we don't have it's that another so that lineman exactly and, and that's yeah and so that does and I know we're going to touch on that in a little bit. So, Adam, I do. I don't completely agree with you. Everything. I guess I'm just more sympathetic and empathetic towards just Cam because he was he brought so much joy to me that I give him a little bit more leeway. But he was set up to fail, as Sam Darnold was set up to fail, as this system was because the two offensive linemen they went out and got are absolutely atrocious. I think he. I think they were both failing regardless. I think yes. they're both trash. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I you know I still think Cam could have something like a Chad Pennington revival where even though his arm is shot, no way. If you've got something, no but way. we can we can save that we can save that for later. We don't have to keep. We don't have to. I don't want to save it. <laughs> I don't want to save it because he. I mean, he's washed up. He's done, and it just needs to be admitted. And that's my problem. No one wants to admit it and just move on. I don't no, listen. I don't think he's washed up and done. But if if, if that was his last game, he is I'm a quarterback. I'm fine. I'm fine with moving on. Like I'd already accepted it when they did it terribly two years ago. And to bring it I mean, back, he averaged it was 85 cool passing yards. Yeah, but but he came in. I mean, mid-season. you can say how bad Sam Darnold is, but he averaged 200 passing yards. So I mean, and and I don't really buy the yeah, like, I don't know the playbook shit because you got guys coming in for Washington that can put up more points that know the playbook in a week. So I'm like, give me a break with well, this well, playbook shit. Well, the too. Washington the Washington guys have known that system their whole career because they've only been with Ron Rivera. Well, I don't yeah. care. I don't care, man. If you're a fucking NFL quarterback for ten years, you should be able to learn a somewhat of a playbook in two a two minute offense in two weeks. Granted, it wouldn't matter because we'd fucking call horrible timeouts yes. or do something just That's- or commit penalties or do or just do horrible decisions. So it does. Everyone was set up to fail. Yes, but I think there's the I think the key is they're all bad. Like they're bad people set up to fail. It's not like if. We, if I was arguing someone, let's say, because DJ Moore didn't even have that bad of a season. I don't know how he had a thousand yards, and it's like he's someone that I was like I can be okay with, like a Hassan Reddick or Brian Burns. Like they're good players. They're just they're they're like DJ Moore is a subject to everyone by default. Like even more than the quarterbacks are to the O line. He's he's subject to the bad quarterbacks and the bad O line. Yeah, and no running back. I mean. I mean, it's a mess, but yeah, I mean, I just think Cam's washed, and I just would hope people would recognize that and move on. But I, I get the nostalgia, but I'm just like, I almost wish we didn't bring him back, and at the time, it was the right move, and I appreciated us trying to do the best thing for the team, but in hind- and it, it, and what happened is exactly what I said would happen. If he came back, he would do horrible, but I just thought people would move on when that happens. All right, Caleb, you had your hand up. I'm going to let you go ahead and get some words in. 
Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, hey, you I, guys asked for it. And I've, I've actually been biting my tongue on Twitter um, to not respond to some Adam tweets. Um, so, hey, I think Adam's spot on. Cam Newton's not the future of the Carolina Panthers. I think that is 100% the truth. I don't want him – as Cam's number one fan, I'm sure we all are, I want him to retire. I think it's time. I think it'd, it'd be a great time. He goes out a Panther. With that being said, I still think he can be a goal line package quarterback or whatever you want him to be for a contender. But, and again, there's so much to talk about Panther wise that I think Cam Newton obviously leads us off because he's who he is. But just to spell some of the stuff that Adam just said, let's just, let's just look at some stats Five touchdowns in the five games before – offensive touchdowns before Cam arrived. Five offensive touchdowns. In the Zero five, wins. In the five games after Cam arrived, 12 offensive touchdowns. I, I mean, I think that the offense was so much better with him on the, on the field. And, and you can say what you want, but I think the offense – 85 yards passing the it, game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's horrible. Yeah, but Look at the stats. His stats are just like Sam Darnold's. They're equal. I, Look at his rushing stats. They're equal. Adam, Except he has agree. no wins. We agree that he should not be the quarterback moving forward. We are we yes. both agree with that. Yes. But I'm telling you, with the current state of the Carolina Panthers, the offense was better with him on the field. And, and you cannot say that just be, by pure scoring the football, it's 100% there. I mean, I can say it because I saw us win three games with Sam Darnold. If Cam was quarterback, we would win. Now, I'm not – and I, I see your point. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong or by any means, but in my opinion, I don't think so. And I don't think the stats are one way or another either yeah. way to say someone's wrong here. Look, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm only saying you're wrong because you're saying I'm wrong. <laughs> Essentially, they both suck. That's my ultimate – this is my ultimate point. They both suck. Like I, We both agree. We both agree, 100%. Cam Newton should not be a Carolina Panther next year. I don't want him to be. I would like for him to retire a Panther. I hope he goes off into the sunset. He's made a trillion dollars doing what he does best. He's going to be fine. But I appreciate what he did this year. Coming back, being the bigger guy, he came back, sucked it up, and stood behind the high schoolers as offensive linemen for five weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And I don't. Yeah, because I just I, I, this is my only this is my only problem with what you said. Like he sucked it up. I'm sorry, he got paid ten million dollars, and it was Adam. He didn't make he didn't make ten million. Adam, he didn't make ten million dollars. That was if he only got to the ten million if he would have well, won what, like what Super Bowl MVP. He only got like six million, which is still good. But yeah, he, six million. There's a lot of incentives. That nuts. And Darnold's making Half eighteen. Darnold's making eighteen. Five hundred K last year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, again, Cam Newton should not be the quarterback moving forward. I appreciate him. This all stems from rule, and, and he is the problem that we should spend the next two yeah, hours talking agreed. about. Because it, for the love for the love of God, this has got to change. Because I don't think we'd be in the position we are today if you want to tie Cam Newton into all of this. If you never cut him in the, to begin yep. with and let him play out his contract yep. and never sign Teddy Bridgewater to start, yep. we would not be have Sam Darnold today. And. I, I'm not saying we'd have Cam today. I'm just saying our quarterback well, problems would not be where they are. We would have a second, a fourth, and a sixth. Yep. Uh, everything would be different if you just let Cam play that last year. Yep. Deal. And it all stems from that rule. 
And I literally have so much crap to say because I'm so mad at this organization that I literally wrote stuff out in my notes because I have so much stuff yeah. I want to get on. <laughs> no, it, it, no, I, 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 I agree with you too. Yeah, we can spend all the time. Cam's washed this, that, yeah. and the third. You know, I, I'm with Caleb. I at least this time, even though it was all losses, I tried to soak it up knowing this was probably his last rodeo. It's not 2015. It's 2022. And so, like, that's why I guess I wasn't as fired up as Adam was because I was just trying to enjoy mm-hmm. one of the greatest franchise players of all times. It sucked. But to me, I looked at it as a bigger fixture as the organization failed everybody on that playing field because whether it was Sam Darnold, if, if, if the offensive line is somewhat decent, Darnold doesn't get a crack spatula or whatever the hell it is. And, and like you said, Cam never comes back, even all the way back to, to you know, saying he's going to play, they're not going to play, then cutting him and all that kind of stuff and the Teddy Bridgewater snowball. So, yeah, I mean, the rule thing is it's just bad. I just don't know where we're going to go. I don't know if he knows what he's doing. The the timeouts and that play call at the end of the Tampa or the end of the first quarter where he took a timeout, left one second of the clock to then just throw like a, a ball in the I mean it's just been constant. It doesn't seem like anything's <gasps> getting better. They're not getting better, right? Like you want to see some progress. No progress is made. We our team is worse than it was when Rule took over and we have left dra- less draft picks and I don't even know, like, to me, now you almost have to trade down from the sixth pick to try to get a two and a three recoup because we need so many holes to be filled. I mean, we need we still need two safeties because they're going to move chin to linebacker, it sounds about. We need four offensive they linemen. They need to. Yeah, we need four offensive linemen because the only spot that's good is, is Taylor Mode. You really need legit four of them and probably more because they're going to get hurt. And it's just... You still, what are you going to do with McCaffrey? We paid Robbie Anderson. Are you going to pay DJ Moore? Are you going to pay Hassan Reddy? Jesus Christ. I mean, it's, there's just so many sh- shenanigans that it's it's stressful. So, Duvall, what about you? You hadn't really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would, just, just to kind of just to piggyback <laughs> off what you said, Jacob. And, and I have, I, I can echo everything. You know, Lourdes is a little bit more uh, on the other side of it <laughs> as far as Cam. Angry. You know, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, just. Like I said, I'm a huge Cam fan. We all are. But I yeah, think yeah. it was just more so this year, I just kind of just enjoyed the moment. Like, I was able to go to the last game of the season here at home to see him come out the tunnel. And in that, in my mind, I really didn't give a shit about wins and losses at that point because we were already going to lose and we sucked. <laughs> it was just about the moments at that point. Um, you know, with that being said, I don't think – we all know that Cam's not the answer. Um, I, I do wish that – I wish him the best, and I do think that he'll still stick around a couple of seasons. I mean, hell, if, if Andy Dalton and a couple of other people can still stay in the league, I think Cam can definitely do that. Um, kind of, Caleb, when you were talking about the stats, I kind of was just like thinking to myself how much Cam rejuvenated the offense. Now, granted, it didn't trickulate into wins, but at the same time, even though he threw for 85, 90, 100, 100 yards, he had an additional 50 on the ground a touchdown pass and a touchdown rushing. He might have thrown a pick, but, you know, I feel like to some degree they kind of balanced out. Um, But to kind of just kind of as we kind of segue into rule, I I just wish we had some type of damn direction. Like, I have no idea what route we're going. Like, when they cut Cam, even though I was pissed, I guess they felt like, as they said, they were cutting ties with anything that had to deal with Rivera. So that was their direction. Okay, we're going to go fresh. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Now, I don't even know what the hell we're doing. Offense, offensively, he's talking about, oh, we, we 
trusting the process and all this culture shit. And the culture, I mean, half the people in the locker room don't really, probably don't even want to play for this guy. <laughs> you know, so, you know, that's that's just my take on it. And, you know, we'll keep it, you know. I Well, I, I think that got, when Rule got hired, I, coming on the podcast, and it, I remember saying the his press conference did kind of irk me because he talked about changing the culture. And to me, the culture besides, like, yeah, no consecutive winning season, it, it was Rivera never had a bad, bad culture. Like, both the previous two head coaches went to the Super Bowl. So, like, Rule was talking like we were almost the New York Jets slash Cleveland Browns slash Detroit Lions where <laughs> haven't even sniffed the Super Bowl. And he's already talking about aspirations of change and stuff. So that rubbed me the wrong way when he was saying that stuff, but everyone was high. He was he was doing the preaching, right? And everyone loves a good little preacher, you know, throw yeah, the money. I bought it. Yeah, exactly. So I bought it. I mean, I bought it full through, and all it. I mean, I have no problem admitting that. So and that, you called that. You called that. Yeah, at the beginning of this and year. that's what always bugged me is the culture was never bad. It was just the consistency of the winning, right? And mm-hmm. that was like I said, we had. Greg Olson's, Luke Keekley's, Thomas Davis, the Cam Newtons, the to me, like they said, that locker room wasn't terrible. Charles Johnson. Mm-hmm. So when he came in saying that, it really did kind of like, and then a sort, as soon as Luke Keekley retired, we should have known this was going to be shaky because Luke said, "I don't even want to play for this guy. I'm yep. just going to go ahead and protect my head." But okay. yeah, go ahead, Caleb. No, I'm I'm in the same boat as Adam. I bought it too. I mean, I bought it all the way through like week six this year. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, people were bashing them for the C.J. Henderson deal and, and the Stephon Gilmore deal, and loved you know, it. And I was like, we're the second youngest team. We have so much cap space. I love the Sam Darnold deal. What are we, you know? And and through this season, I and it's not even that we went five and twelve. It's not even the record that kills me. And you touched on this a little bit ago, Jacob. It's the game management. Yeah. It's the, the adjustments after halftime. It's no sure. oh. It's no urgency. It's the timeouts. It's the roster management. Why the hell wasn't Brady Christensen at starting at left tackle most of the year? So we had some tape on the guy to know if he can do it. And then guess what? You have your left yeah. tackle. Go or, get a good or even guard. Or even yeah. guard. Or yeah. even guard. If yeah, you start him somewhere. Because like, he's supposed to be a starting guard next year. Yeah. Play the fucking guy. And Paris Marshall. Like, what are you doing? Rep. I mean, yeah, Charles, why did we draft him? Yeah. And, and the press conferences is the third thing. It, it, it's game management, roster management, and the press conferences. I just him throwing Cam under the bus, but coddling Sam Darnold like he's a fucking sixth grader is ridiculous. And, and I just the guy just got under my skin. And I it was the Giants game uh, this year when we scored three points against probably the worst one of the worst teams in the league, <laughs> and, and they didn't score more than thirteen points the last half uh, of the year, but they scored twenty five against us. And I think coming out of that game and just realizing this guy doesn't mean what he says. It's all fake. It's all rah-rah. Nothing means anything. No substance. And, again, if we won five games this year and were competitive and young guys were developing and we had people in place, I would feel so much better. But but just the way he goes about it makes no sense, no direction. Well, that's what, like I said, you know, we were in the process, but then all of a sudden you start trading the picks away. And, okay, the Darnold one, you go, okay, we gave up a two the next year. All right. But then, like you said, then you trade a three for Henderson. You're like, well, wait a second. Didn't we just draft a corner, J.C. Horn, the first round? I know he just broke his foot in Zap for the year, but – Okay, now the, the Stephon Gilmore, a six next year, all right, I'm not really too worried. That's cool, you know, whatever. But, yeah, now not having a two and a three. And then C.J. Anderson sometimes makes a play, and sometimes he looks like he doesn't want to play football 
at all and get his nose in there and make tackles. So I don't know what they see. Maybe he can redeem himself, but it is kind of not sitting there with those picks. And back to your point, the, the Deontay Brown, the sixth-rounder from Alabama, our guards were atrocious all year. Horrible play of guard play. And they're like, oh, no, he's, he can't play. He can't. And I'm just like, why not? Every, I mean, every week it was a John Miller or Michael Jordan he, getting turnstile. He, he was too fat. I, <laughs> yeah, well, well he was. I, well, there, I don't and, know. And that could be a testament to coaching. Because yeah, yeah. Saban even told him, yeah. make sure he keeps his weight off and he'll be he'll be fine. And yeah. they did it. So, that's I mean, true. that's Fair another point. testament. Yeah. There was just no reason the last six weeks of the year for just not to be a full – Yes. Let's see what Christensen can do. Let's yes. see what Deontay Brown has. Let's see Shy Smith. Let's see Paris Marshall. Yeah. And it was yes. just none of that. And it's no sense because I don't know what we need. Obviously, we need O line. We can like oh, yeah, we'll get into all this. We need a quarterback. I think we need another receiver. To be honest, we need a linebacker. Yeah. We need a safety. <laughs> like I, I, it's Stop. so much. We're gonna need another DN now. Like who knows if we even get Luvu back? Know, you know, it, it, it is not. Not good right now. And that's the and, thing is, and, is you can't go in and we probably can't afford to keep Reddick with – well, he probably wants 15 nope. to 20 million, and we yeah, have 28 million ya. in space, and we're going to have to pay Brian Burns. Like you said, I hope they keep Luvu. He was the only, like, spark it felt like on that defense that would always be around the ball making plays. So, and, yeah, we need another safety. It, 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 it was wild for them. They finally took out Burris when he got that stiff arm against, I think it was the Bucks. They had that 76-yard touchdown round and started playing the the, the Sam Franklins and, and uh, Chandlers and all that stuff. But it was very interesting to see them not – the only person, that young guy – we said Luvu, but Derrick Brown seemed to pick it up after his benching. That seemed yeah. to be the only guy on defense. Yeah. Like, he was running down the field. The Saints game, he's 40 yards down the field. That touchdown on the reverse, he was actually chasing Scotty Miller down and ended up mm-hmm. in the end zone. So that was a promising thing. But just overall, we went from having, oh, we've got – all these first-round corners to literally starting scrubs out there who are knocking themselves out, running into each other. And let me say, when Rob Gronkowski is wide open in the end zone, even a six-year-old mad knows i got to cover that guy. And that was – I mean, it just – you can't – I know Phil Snow did it as good as he can, but there were so many mental lapses on this staff to where the Washington game, we go down, we go up 21-14, defense needs to stop, and we give up a fourth and 14 – scramble run, and then we can't, like, the defense played good, but then when we needed them, they did not step up, and they never made the big play to stop and win the game, and that's why we ended up with five wins total and losing last eight games or whatever. So, just all around, I, you know, that's I hate that we were ranked second overall defense because like, we're God, not. We were not. We're not the that's fake. Defense in the yeah. That's God, fake. No. Yes. I mean, and I'll just say, I'll, I'll, I'll say my little piece on rule two. He lost me uh, when he – I forgot. The second time he did it this year, fourth and one, and you, you call a timeout. Oh, you're yeah. You're fucked. Oh, you ain't getting yeah. that first down. <laughs> yep. he, and he's done that four times yes. this year. Yes. He did it last year. I'm okay with the first-year coach messing up. Yep. But if you're making the same mistakes year two, I'm sorry. It ain't going to get better. And I don't think – how can you believe in this dude? I know. <laughs> how can you believe it? it like – he fooled me. He fooled the hell out of me, man. Yeah. And this has Whatever, nothing to do. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with him on the field, but the way he dresses, the way he talks. Oh, I mean, he just—he's a I mean, slob. Everything he—he he says like, dumb just, things too. Looking at him infuriates me. Yeah, like it, it is. It's used car. 
I can't see anything but a used car salesman <laughs> after Jacob said that. And yeah. then after I like was like, all right, he's selling me a bill of goods that's no good. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the old the old the old dad from Matilda when they crank the uh, crank the mileage down. Yeah. And if you really want to get into it. I think Charlotte reporters are so weak. I mean, there are just no tough questions to these guys, and and, and they, they don't follow up on. And stuff I, mean, I owe Joe ever. an apology. You owe who? Oh, yes. Well, they're half my. Adam, you we're, you yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, there you go. You're back now. You there? You got us? Am I good? All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think someone tried to cut my feed after I got a little off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree though. The reporters in this town are a bunch of suck ups, just oh looking God. to get like free publicity from the team. You know, like, be friends. I'm like this is this is why I'm being so combative on Twitter because it's about time. It's it's not all dandies and roses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So, did you guys see the fire roll chance behind the Hornets? Uh, yeah, it was you. Yes, yeah, it was you. Yeah, was it? Was it? Yeah. Yes. And and no, that's not the point though. The point is that people like Kyle Bailey got on the radio and said how disgraceful it was. And <laughs> yeah, dude. How he, it's he's like. You know, it was we. None of us did it because we wanted to be on TV or in it. We did it because it's a place to voice our freaking opinion for Tepper. Because the guys that get on the radio were fucking scared to say anything. It, it is ridiculous how soft we are. And that he Tepper said he was tired of mediocrity. And I would do anything to be mediocre right now. <laughs> I mean, seriously, can you imagine every other year to be in the playoff race? Well, I mean, now, yeah, Medi- mediocre at least gets you in the hunt till the final week, and maybe you have to wait for a tie or something to get in, but at least it's more exciting than being limited. Path. I don't see a path to be a contender in the next three years. Like, it just, it, un- unless, you know, Deshaun Watson comes at our door and we don't have to give up 100 ones. I'm going like, to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how it's possible. Yeah, that's the, only, like, that's the only thing I am wondering. It seems like now with the Miami's move, they're out of the Deshaun which is Watson wild suite. As shit. Yeah, which like, is wild. Yeah, that was a. Dumb, they, I would they, love him. They were out, so they're, they're they kind of seem out of the sweepstakes. So really, it's kind of like up. I think with Jalen Hurts playing the way he is, they're in the playoffs. I think they still roll He's the dice good. with him. So I don't oh, know who I, else is left that would go after Deshaun. I mean, so we got to be the front runner. Yeah, but then again, Cleveland. yeah, yeah, but they have to. He had to waive his no trade clause. And then what assets do we have that they would want that you're willing to give up? And then if I we mean, don't even get in the offensive line, like even if we trade for them and we have to use our one this year, I, they, they're going to have to sign four offensive linemen. Like that's the only thing. Well, and he's still running for his life. Like, he is, <laughs> yeah. Just like every other quarterback. Yeah. And that's a discussion that needs to be had is, okay, so what are we going to do? We're going to take a left tackle at six this year. Great. Well, then, okay, we beefed up our own line. Well, when do we get that quarterback? Uh, but if we get to Sean Watson, we have the quarterback, and then we trade our next three first. Uh, when are you going to draft that left tackle? When are you going to, you know? So, so we're in a really tight spot. And I, but I, I think I'd play. rather since you already got Darnold on the hook, you're gonna you're gonna have to roll with him again because we don't. You'd have to Osweiler him and do like give up a pick. Well, we don't have a second or two to Osweiler him to somebody else's team, right? So you're gonna have to yeah. eat that. So be it. Uh-huh. Be it if, if 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 Cam comes back on a cheap deal, whatever, 
or somebody else. I don't know who else is out there. I haven't looked at it, but they're going to have to get somebody to compete with Darnold, right? I wouldn't want to draft a quarterback at six knowing we have no one to protect him. I'd rather take that. We haven't drafted a – There's not a good enough quarterback in this class. Yes, but we have to – we haven't taken an O-line in the first round since Jeff Otaw in 08. So this is the, Pan- the year. The- this is the year. They have yeah. to do it. Yeah, the Panthers aren't taking a quarterback at six. No. They're, uh, here's a couple things. I'll riot. Trade, I'll yeah, I will riot. They'll <laughs> trade it for Deshaun, or they'll draft an O-lineman at six, or they're going to trade back to the middle of the first round. I think they got to trade I'm back. I'm cool with that. I'm cool yeah. with the trade back. Cool because I, don't, I don't think Neil will be there. That's the Alabama yeah. left tackle. Yeah. To me, he – Frost, Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi State. Mississippi State, okay. NC State guy could be there in the middle of the first round. Or he could be top 10, who knows. Or you draft the Iowa center in the middle of the first round, and then you draft another guard in the second round. And then next year you have two options, trade for a quarterback, sign a left tackle, or then you draft a left tackle next year. You know what I mean? Like You at least have flexibility now, which we have nothing. We have no flexibility. So we need to get that. At least we have 18 weeks of Brady Christensen a left tackle, so we know what he can do next year. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I honestly I talked to Duvall about it during the game yesterday. You're, like you said, and I said it earlier, you're kind of pigeonholed into trading down. If you really want yep. to build assets, and you finish five and twelve or whatever, barring like you said, unless that guy from Alabama that left tackle sitting there, and you have him so highly rated. But I really think a trade back to 15 to pick up a 2, a 3, or even a 1 the following year should be highly considered because you've given up so much and you haven't seen any results from that and you need to build up. I think they'll have two guys on their list for 6, and if both of them are gone, they'll trade back. Yeah. And I think it'll probably be Neil and maybe Cross, or, yeah. or maybe it's only Neil, and then they trade back once he's. But it, like, like I think we're all in agreement. It has to be a, an offensive lineman. Yeah. And no, yes, like it, it can't be any of this pussyfooting around. Like, oh, we need something. No, I mean, it has to be because you can't so, come out of the press conference saying you want to beef it up and then not do anything. So my buddy and I were talking the other day, and you guys can tell me if you guys agree. We have Moten and we have Christensen, right? So you would think this offseason you want two new starters. You have three places to feel, uh, fill. So you have Richardson, let's say, left guard, and then we have Moten at right tackle. At 6 or 12, wherever they end up drafting, if you take a center or another guard, then go find a tackle in free agency, a left tackle. You know, they, they've got to find two starters, and then they can fill that last role with one of those Jamones that yeah. played this year. And, that, and a lot could be – told of, of what they do in free agency. If somehow they go yeah. out and they do land a guy and they put big money into a left tackle, I haven't looked at who's going to be the free agent, you know, who's a free agent. But if they do that, I still don't think it prohibits them from taking a top tackle because of injuries, because mm-hmm. of whatever, and you could still kick that guy into a guard spot and then move him out at some other time and place, or even just go for a guard, a Quentin Nelson, whatever, you know, similar to what the Colts did. The guy's there, I just think you need to get that offensive line because – I don't care who's back there, Deshaun, Cam, Sam, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Moore, Jake DeLome, they're all going to die. So, Yeah. I I mean, I agree 100%. Best lineman, period. Yep. I think if it's not the left tackle at six, then trade back. Uh, you have to. Tra- yeah. You have to. Because you, yeah. like, you can't justify taking a guard or center at six. So you have to trade back. Yeah. And I also think you and then you have to go with no with no second with no second and third round pick. You 
it almost pitches you. You can't take a quarterback because if you take a quarterback no. at six and you don't have a second and third round pick, you can't. You literally are just going to be lying about. Oh, we want protection. We want protection. But you're just going to get this guy killed too, and you're just going to have another Sam Darnold on your hands. So, like, yep. it just you need. That's to, why I keep looking at Minnesota at twelve, and you know they really want a quarterback, and I'm hoping they really fall in love with like Kenny Pickett or something. And they're willing to move up to six and give us a second and a third or, you know, a second next year, second or whatever it ends up being. Uh, I'm hoping a team like that comes because I don't want to go back to 20. Uh, I would like to stay in that, you know, 10 to 15 range if possible. Fair. Now, you, I'll, you, I'll fall back to 20. I would fall back to 20 if it, it got us another two or three and even a one the following year. Two one next year, yeah, because you're going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're recouping that, yes, 100%. Yeah. 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 The lower you go, the more we need. Yes. Need. So, as long as it makes sense. But I think that, sadly, that's the best option. Yeah. Trade down. That'd yeah. be my vote. Yeah. So, let's do a quick revisionist history. If we go back to last year's first round, you still taking J.C. Horn? Or are you taking, no. who else are you taking? Slater. Yep. You're taking Slater. Uh, you're taking yeah. Slater 100% after yeah. year one. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, I mean, Later. I'd even be okay with Mac Jones at this point. And okay. I know people may think uh, that they good, but, like, he's solid. No, <laughs> Mac Jones would have looked horrible this year for us. Yeah. We. Yeah. Oh. Later. We're losing you. We got to get O-Line so bad. I, yeah. I, I don't think anymore. Yeah. Even, all right, hold on. <laughs> even going back to even going back to the Brian Burns year, we were begging for linemen to be drafted. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so it's been it's been a long time coming. I it mean, I don't, I can't remember the last time. It was Ota. Yeah, it was Ota in 08. 08 was the last time we took an offensive lineman in the first round. Uh, yeah. I mean, you had Gross yep. back in 03. And then Otah, and literally, I think that's the only two O linemen in the first round. I mean, they went that year. Yeah. They went gross. They went Bruce Nelson from Iowa in the second round. That center yeah. guard combo. And then he dislocated his hip and never really played past year two. But um, and then now Ryan me, Ryan Cleo was a second round pick. Let me ask yeah. you guys this, and this is just you know me. I, I lay around lay around at night thinking about this crap because I'm so nervous about it. But so you know, look at the second and third round last year. We ended up with. Trimble, Christensen, and Marshall. If there's somebody at six you love, I think you take them and just yes. forego the second and third round this year. Like, I don't think you just trade back to trade back if somebody's there you absolutely love. I, I agree to a certain extent. If the guy from Bama is there, I would not be mad at them to say, fuck it, let's take this guy. We haven't had a left tackle since Jordan Gross and roll with it and just say, you know what, we ate our picks. Our second-round pick this year is Sam Darnold. Our third-round pick, C.J. Henderson. They're going to sell a C.J. Henderson being picked in the top ten until he gets cut or traded out of here again. Because yeah. Because they're going to sell hope and be like, we didn't fuck up, we didn't fuck up kind of thing. So that's cool um, if there is a guy like that. If they end up taking a safety or a linebacker at six, then I'm going to be like, come on, man. That's what yeah. I'd be a little more upset it, it, it with. Has to, it has to be O-line. Yes. I mean, period, at six. Yes. And let, like, the only thing I could see is quarterback – that would be okay with, but I don't think Kenny Pickett's good enough to be picked at six. Agreed. So, and and either Sam, neither was Sam Howell, whatever. You know what I yeah, mean? I agree. Now what if now what if we traded back and picked the quarterback 
around 20. What do you think about that? It reminds me of what Caleb just said, though. Like, we just last year, we could have had one of those top LTs or RTs, the Sam Cosme, all those guys that went. Maybe they turn out good, maybe they turn out. But are you then – depends on what we get, right? If we get, like, two twos out of it and you can use those two twos on a guard and a center, center guard, a tackle, maybe it works out, you know? Or if they sign – like I said, if they go out and get – I don't know who's – I think one of the tackles from Detroit – Eric Decker or whatever is going to be a free agent. Yeah. That was their starter. If they go out and get somebody like that, then that's when I think that opens up that hole of, oh, it could be a quarterback. If they go and get two or three starters in free agency. And I can see them re-signing Paradis, honestly. No. No, no yeah, it's time to cut that bait. Stop. It's time get to out. see him doing it. Eh. I can see him doing it. <laughs> I hope not, unless it's for the minimum. Yeah. I, I, think, I want uh, Tampa Sentinels to free agent. I wouldn't mind him. He's a mauler. That Jensen is a Jensen. Yeah, maybe Brady retires. He yeah. goes. We pay him. I pay him. He's Armstead, a mauler. Armstead, the left tackle from New Orleans, is a free agent. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. He, so that, he gets okay. injured. He's injury prone though, man. Like if we go sign someone, I want to. Sh- <laughs> I want someone who has no injury history. Nobody's cause, cause, thing. Because Matt Khalil. Yeah, scared. and they might start injuries here if they have no injury history. They might be here year one. Which the thing is, is if they do go draft, and, and this is fine, like if they go free agency and they go pay big money on somebody at left tackle, I still don't have an issue with them still taking a tackle round one. Like So if yeah. we go at six and the tackle from Bama is there somehow, you still take his ass, and then either you put him at guard, and then if you got a tackle that gets hurt, you still kick his ass right there to yep. left tackle, and he's still good. And Duvall, you're 100% right. I mean, look at pre-rule. Rivera and his staff could find a guard undrafted Anywhere. like there was yes. nothing. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why it's like, and to Laura's well, point earlier, it's like draft the tackle at six. Do not draft a guard. You can find a guard somewhere else. I will say, though, he did stumble into the uh, Andrew Norwell guard because that was the year he was so stubborn and he wouldn't start Norwell. And then I think he had injuries like – Trey Turner got hurt, then whoever else got hurt, and so they're like, this is all we got, and they realize, oh, shit, he's actually pretty good. And we stumbled into him and Turner having a solid, great, you know, the Super Bowl run and everything like that. And that's where I was hoping, as we talked about earlier, rules sometimes just stuck with some of those veterans, and Rivera had to learn that too, where it was like, okay, these veterans aren't getting it done, and it's time to try out the young guys. And I wish he would have put Deontay Brown, regardless if he was too fat, put him in the yeah. fucking game, Put Christensen. I still in, agree. Yeah. Put put Christensen in at left guard, left tackle earlier in the season, and let these guys roll. And I, you know, and that would have been better overall for everybody. They started doing it with the defense. Like Hoskins got in a lot more than he tore his ACL. Um, but yeah, it's just and then some of the younger safeties finally get in. But it sometimes they stumble into those accidents. But and I'll say this, kind of comparing Roll and Rivera a little bit there. You know, year two. Rivera looked like they were progressing, and then they started year three, one and three. Yeah. And then they obviously won eleven to twelve games and won the won the conference or won the uh, division, all that good stuff. So, so part of me is like, I remember complaining about Rule, I mean yeah. Rivera, and wanting Rivera fired, yep. and hating him. And then he completely changed his mindset after that fourth game, year three. Yes. And I, I, I just really, really hope Rule – I mean, he has to change everything. He needs to give up some control. Yep. He's got to figure out an offensive coordinator who's going to have complete control of the offense and do whatever the hell he wants because yep. this guy's got to step back 
from all these decisions. Well, I think that's it. Like, Rivera did acknowledge after that Buffalo game when E.J. Manuel had his only great drive of his whole career. He went 90 <laughs> yards. Instead of getting the first down and ending it, they kicked the field goal. Then E.J. Manuel swooped down the field and beat us. I was at Duvall's house watching it on his 12-inch TV at the time because he couldn't afford <laughs> nothing else. But that – but that's what you would think you would have saw from Rule at this back half when, when the season was kind of fluctuating. And I wish I would have saw some more trick plays yesterday during the yeah. Bucks game. Because it was just it just felt like we were doing the same thing. Why not? Right? Why yeah, not? Like, like I loved I loved the effort with the Zilstra pass. Why weren't we doing a little bit more of that near the end? Because we had nothing to lose. Like we were stuck in the mm-hmm. sixth spot regardless of a win or a loss out of the playoffs. So, you know, I, I hope he can change and maybe he gets somebody, but if it's going to be a, another buddy buddy or something like that, I don't know if he really if he's still just so stubborn to stick in his ways. And the other thing is, every coach the past two, John Fox and Rivera, and everyone who's ever been a head coach says when they first get on staff, they always like to hire somebody that has previous head coaching experience. And when Rivera, I mean, when when Rivera didn't do it, it was interesting. And then Rule didn't do it, and it was like he's coming from one year NFL experience and not doing it, and it's definitely showed in his lack of you know, timeout calling and just situational handling of things. And you just fired me up again because it, it drives me insane. It, it's constant. We got to run the ball more. We got to run the ball more. And, that and then it doesn't great. happen. Yes. Well, that sounds great, but okay. It's a quarterback league now. Yeah. And it, it, for the last two years, and I don't know if it's the system and I don't know if it's the quarterback play or the coordinator we've had, but it's just so vanilla. Everything we do is so vanilla. There's no misdirections. There's nothing that'll keep a defensive off, and it's just so boring. And Brady was supposed to be this whiz kid, and he didn't see it. And then this Jeff Nixon guy comes in, and it's just as boring. Yeah, it got worse. Jeff, I mean, it got worse. Like at least we were scoring more points with Brady, and he had his deficiencies as well. But it did get worse, and it just on top of the vanilla, it just the 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 constant we're going to run the ball, but then the first six plays of every drive are passes or RPOs. And you're like, wait, I thought you wanted to be this running team. Well, don't say you're going to run the ball, but then know your offensive line sucks and you can't really run the ball. And then do yeah. it like – and then half those games, they weren't down until the very end of the game. So you could have still run the ball. And it just – it was. The constant wanting to run the ball but then not doing it was also just hilarious. And it also infuriates me that he has to sit there and say it to the public. Like, say it to your coaches. Why are you telling <laughs> yeah. us and the other team what's, what you want to do? Like, just do it. Be a running dude. You want to be a running dude. It's just everything this dude does infuriates me. Yep. Agreed. Duvall, what you got? I, man, I, I, I tell you this. I just hope that year three is, is the year that we transition and actually do some good things. Um, so like I said, man, I, I, I do hope that whoever the offensive coordinator comes in does have an offensive background as well as some type of NFL experience. I don't need no damn body from college. I don't need nobody that was only one year experience here. So we'll, we'll see what type of hire he does. Um, and then it'll be interesting to see how we start the season off. Because if we start the season off 3-0, and okay, everybody's, everybody's good. Winning changes everything. We all know that. Winning yep. trumps everything. But if we start out 0-2, 0-3, then it's going to be some whispers of, okay, is he going to be here? And I think, like I said, maybe he's going to give him this third year and he's going to be like, hey, listen, this is this is it. And he's got this opportunity. But if not, 
we're going to be sitting here next year either mad that he's still here or pissed because, like, we could have got somebody else last year, and now they went and took a team and they took off or did this and did that, and we're stuck with Rule, who's still trying to figure it out. Well, I think by then, you know, with the comment that he supposedly said to players that he could have gotten more money at Oklahoma or USC, but he decided to stay here and ride it out, that just shows me that if it starts off 1-5, and 1-6, and six, and some of those college jobs open up come October, yeah, November, I think he might scoot, pull the old Nick Saban, pull the old... Uh, he won't and, have the chance. If, dude, we go 1-4, he's gone. And if okay. he's not, we riot. We riot. <laughs> like, Kate, like Kate, we go to Hornets game and riot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was disappointed it didn't happen again Saturday at the Hornets game. I, hey, I, I would have thought it caught on, you know, because yeah, I, I was thrilled to see that. That's a that's awesome. Last that y'all just awesome. don't know how y'all don't know how wild it was the last game of the season when I was there. Well, I think I think Jacob, you told me you could hear it on TV, but yeah. to hear it in the stadium, that shit was wild. I was like, uh, oh, and then how about Robbie Anderson telling fans? Dude, I hate to, him. Telling fans how to <laughs> feel. Robbie Anderson was like the next day was like they shouldn't boo Sam. It's bad fans being. You know what? Every single person (laughs) on this call. Let me just get on soapbox real quick. Every single person on this Zoom is a huge Panther fan and been in Charlotte a long, long time. They've seen it all, and it is time for us to stand up and not be okay with what's happening. Yes. All of of our parents were Redskins fans or Cowboys fans or whatever the heck they were. We're first generation Panther fans. We're allowed to be mad. We're allowed yeah. to care. We're allowed to boo. Okay, real sports town may sound dumb, tough guy sports shit, but we're, it's time for this city to change what they are. Mm-hmm. It's yes. time for the status quo to be done. And I am not okay with the way that Tepper has turned this team into a laughing stock of the NFL, which they are right now. Yeah. They're a fucking clown show. Well, he's done, Hallelujah. he's done everything but put on a winning product, right? Like, yeah. he put the, the logo at midfield, the panther head. Now, he got rid of the real grass, which I hated because, I mean, it's an outside field in North Carolina. It should have real grass. And I don't want to hear about you saving money because you're a fucking billionaire because you're going to – whatever. Yeah. And I know Adam is just as hot about the soccer team kind of now. He's going to hide behind yeah. that. If they come out for a little and, like, and get some wins and start hot – it's going to be like, oh, okay, he's going to hide behind, oh, but I brought MLS here and all that kind of stuff. And it sucks because he's only been the owner for, what, three, four years now? We've been here forever, and he seems like he kind of has just hidden behind the scenes the old uh, Bart Simpson gif where he just goes back behind the, the bushes yeah. as all yeah, this is. Where is he? Exactly, where is talking? he? Yes. So. Yeah, man, I'm glad you brought up that soccer team because I don't give a damn about the MLS. <laughs> I don't give a damn. They're a yeah. second-rate. They're a second-rate professional league. Game. They're like a fifth-rate professional league, really, if you think about actual soccer. It, it's a so, Ponzi scheme. The MLS is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Everybody dude. Can get a yeah, dude. Man, miss me with that. They're on the radio. Oh, I, I love MLS. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're getting paid by the fucking team to promote it, so you're not going to hate on it. I get it. I get how it works, but I'm sorry. Exactly what Caleb said, man. I mean, that's the gospel. Yeah, because we need to we need to we need to become a real fucking sports city, and yeah. it's not about mm-hmm. like punching people and getting in fights in the stadium. Yeah, but damn, it's like it's about time people don't get mad at you for booing when the product isn't good enough. Yeah. So yeah. 
excuse me. You know what I mean? And I don't care anymore. I just it's don't about, care. Anymore. It's about time. It's about time opposing fans stop taking over our stadiums. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a joke. It's a joke. It doesn't matter what team it is, man. Half the stadium is fucking the other team. It wasn't like suck. that. It wasn't like that in 2015. I can tell no. you that. Winning. Winning, man. Winning. You got to win. Well, this, yeah. Well, this is a front-running town, 100%. I mean, oh, yeah. we've – but that – I mean, and that's okay because that's what happens, especially a town like this. But, yeah. I it's mean – a transplant town. That's yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully, you know, that the gospel that you preach gets to the masses, you know, <laughs> and uh, I, they start following suit. But I do think, yeah, the whole, you know, let people fan how they want to fan. If they want to boo, they should boo. If you want to cheer kind of thing, I'm with you on that. But oh. it is it is time after we've been told, and like, you know, Adam, you had said, ticket prices are raising, everything's going up. He's going to want to build a brand new stadium. And then he also wants to use all the taxpayer money to build it, even though he's the richest guy in the fucking town. So on top of that, yep. you definitely should be able to express your opinions and how you feel because – when it comes time to front that bill for the stadium, he's going to use it against us and try to move it to Rock Hill or move it to wherever else because he doesn't really care because he's not from here kind of thing. So, And can I say one more thing? You brought up Robbie Anderson. I'm so damn sick of him. Everyone thinks it's hilarious, but really he's just a fucking idiot. This guy celebrated <laughs> last game. He celebrated. He thought he got a first down. It was after there was a fucking 15-yard penalty and celebrated with the first down marker, and it was second and fucking eight. What are you doing? This dude was celebrating. That picture versus the Bucks, where he's on the sidelines and we're down 25, that's a summary of how much of a joke we are right now. That's what it is. Uh, it's a see, joke. I, it doesn't, it, that just doesn't bother me because I just try not to let the people being stupid, but you've definitely got the Get Off My Front Lawn award this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sorry if that's what you want to call it. I mean, to me, it's stop being a fucking idiot. That's fair. Like, have some self-respect. Have some respect for the team. I mean, okay. we're down we're down 25 right now, and you're sitting there dancing on the opposing team sidelines. How can what you have, is that? How can you have self-respect when you have a head coach in a turtle mock with queso all over himself? When <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, no. That's just another Whoa. reason my rule should be fired. He's letting guys do that shit. I swear he should, God, been, he should have been benched after that. I think he's worn the same sweaty polo for uh, thirty-six <laughs> games straight now. <laughs> so wait. So what do you what do you think about you know we're talking about rule and kind of it seems like he's got the locker room, but then I don't know if you guys saw the interesting comment that Cam made about how he said he doesn't think everyone balled in. Now I thought it was very candid and honest. And I, I finally I do appreciate honesty more now in sports because I feel like we get so many cliches and backdoor sayings and like no one ever tells the truth. So I appreciate him coming out saying, "Hey," I, and and that's the first we've ever kind of heard of some dissert, dissertate or well, I don't know what I'm trying to say a, a, a different path than what we've been hearing. Like you know, Shaq Thompson said, "Oh, everyone's still loving him." Brian Burns, but clearly something's going wrong because there's no wins on the field. What did Rule spun it? Rule was like, because they asked finally a decent question. They said, hey, Cam earlier said this. Yeah. And Rule spun it and said, oh, that's just because me and Cam talk all the time. That's just because, that's because Cam bought in too much or Cam's bought in so much that he's here till 9 p.m. And he wants everybody to be here when he is. And I'm like, you joke, dude. Like, God. That is not God, what he meant. God, dude. He meant, he, meant, he meant that the young guys are laughing at you behind your freaking back. Yeah. That's what yeah. he meant. 
I also think just some of the, even probably some old guys. I mean, you know, you go all the way back to training yeah. camp where he was having guys run laps like they're in middle school and high school, and then the the don't beat ourselves sign that obviously didn't work because we were the one of the highest penalized teams in the league this year. So that yeah. disconnect again. Working with college kids where you have so much power and then coming to the NFL where guys are making more than you. In college, they aren't making more than you. They may now with some of those uh, deals are getting on the side, but still, they're still young kids. You can kind of get rid of them, talk to them kind of any way you want. But in, in, in NFL, it's like, nah, I'm just going to collect this $20 million and I ain't going to worry about you and don't beat ourselves. You worry about coaching on the sidelines and not burning timeouts. I'm not running over here for no, you know, don't beat ourselves thing, so... Free agency is going to be real interesting to see who wants to come here, who wants to stay. Yeah. I think that'll be really telling. I mean, even last offseason, there were quite a few assistant coaches that left. Yeah. Uh, we had like four or five assistant yeah. coaches who left our team last year. And if, if, you, if you see that again, not fired, just left, I think that'll be kind of telling too. Yeah. No, well, and, and again, a lot of the guys – that we've gotten have been rule guys. I mean, the Rob Anderson, he knew him back in the Temple days. Reddick, he came and kind of took a deal because he knew him back from the Temple yeah. days. So it will be interesting to see what they can – and they haven't really pulled that big free agent. Not saying that you always pull the big free agent and wins the day, but, you know, they haven't pulled a guy that you go, oh, okay, we didn't think we were going to get him. They've acquired a lot of guys via draft and trade. So it will be interesting to see if people willingly – now money can't always talk. If it's the top dollar, it's hard to turn it down, but – yeah, I mean, it, and that seems to be some, some uh, you know, conflict in the locker room as well where he's got so many yes-men where, how, you know, if you've got 15 of your former players in there, they're not going to talk bad about you, so no one's ever really going to turn on you too. So that's interesting as well. Get, ri- get rid of all his uh, alumnus on the on the roster. Yeah. Except Reddick. I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. But I, he's I, gone. I, I, I yeah, think he's I, gone. I, I he's Caleb, gonna want money. He's gonna want a lot of money. Yeah, and I just you I just can't pay him. No, not with having I, not with having to pay Burns next year. And honestly, he would disappear. Yeah, you go ahead. Take Reddick over Burns. That's how I feel. I don't think Burns uh, can stop this? the run. Burns can't stop the run to save us. Reddick can't. Reddick can't stop the run to save us. I, I, I think he's more versatile than Burns, though. Nah, nah. I don't. I, uh, I disagree because yeah. of uh, I think Burns is more X factorish, but I don't think you're. I think you have uh, some merit there. I you have do. some merit, but I'd I'd still gonna stick with the younger guy who's been through two different head coaches than the guy that got yeah. casted off and he got drafted over and over and over again and just couldn't do it um, and then disappeared the last half of the season. He got twelve sacks, eleven sacks by like week ten, and then didn't have anything the end of the way. And I honestly think I sent it to Adam. Luvu against the Saints had like 10 tackles. He played the run. And we just can't have two defensive ends that are like 220 pounds. Oh, I like, love Luvu to come back. If, if, if You know, pair Luvu and, and, and Burns there, the big boys up front. Jermaine Carter, see ya. He He's stinks. Gone. Absolutely stinks. Yeah, and Perry – And Perryman's out here making the Pro Bowl I, with the Raiders. Like, yeah, that that's, shit is wild. I mean yeah. – Little Douglas, he's out there oh, yeah. balling. Like it's like, man, we fucked up. Yeah, and that's it. And that comes down to the talent evaluating. They letting a lot of these guys go who didn't turn around. And if they would have just let Perryman deal with his injury, we could have stuck with him and been okay. But Jermaine I, Carter I, was. Whew. I think rule cut him because he's a loud personality. Yes. And what vaxxed. Yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. hundred Rule does not. He's not a what one uh, company guy. Yes. Yes. 
And it goes back to even, you know, back when they did the Cam thing. I don't think Rule initially wanted Cam to come back. No. Nope. Here, this was a ploy I to agree. sell some tickets and to s- s- try to salvage, even though it wasn't going to work behind that offensive line and behind the play call and all that kind of stuff. But you could just tell by how it kind of ended that he was more worried about Sam Darnold's feelings and getting him in these last two games than anything else. And it just seemed – Oh, I mean – Another thing, uh, that's every time Cam had a turnover, it was the quarterback's got to protect the ball. And every time Sam had a turnover, we don't give him enough time behind this offensive line. Yeah. Which everything, all, I, all of that. I'll get it. I'll get on board that. I'll all, get on the board that big time. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was clear. And I, I got coddling Sam at the beginning of the year. But, I mean, to a certain point, you just got to tell him to nut up. And when you're doing it for one guy and not the other, yeah. I mean, it, does, it, makes, it makes him look like a bitch. Yeah. If Sam, if Sam Darnold's our quarterback going into next year, he better damn play all three preseason games from start. I mean, because he didn't play a snap in preseason. Yeah. Like, what has Sam Darnold done to prove that he was playing the preseason? Uh, you better God. hope. Like I said, it's going to be it's gonna Hey, Minshew. Minshew. Min- listen. I would have rather them That's who I want. trade in with the Jaguars a fifth-round pick before yes. and get Minshew than give up three of the picks for Darnold. And that's exactly what it happened. People were like, they gave up that much for Darnold? And, yeah, all at the time, you kind of rationalize yourself, okay, okay, okay. But, yes, I would have much rather had Minshew for a fifth or a sixth or shit, just a fourth, one-fourth or one, and then, then giving up what we did for Darnold. And then at least you, it's cheaper. You didn't have the fifth-year option because he was a fifth-round pick anyway. And they got – Caught with their hands tied behind their back and their pants down, having to pick up this fifth-year option, and now it's just like, oh, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Oh man, we are so screwed. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I'm. Uh, I'm just ready to move on. From yeah. The just it for is, a while. I don't think it's even close. It's the darkest point in franchise history right now. I don't know. Oh, no, that 2-14 yeah. season. That 1-15 and 2-14 was bad. Yeah, okay, that, that's great. That's great. But it brought that's you a great. coach and it brought you a quarterback. We still and don't right know now, what this is going to bring us yet. We don't, know, we don't know what this is going to bring us yet. It still is just January 10th. This so. is four straight years, though. I agree. It works. Those were one-off years. Right now, this is the fourth straight year without a quarterback and an offensive line. I, I think this is by far the darkest point in franchise history. I would much rather have gone one and fifteen last year. Agreed. And, t- and taken line. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Wait, there? You're right. I, I I never really thought of it this being like worse since until Adam really put that in perspective. Yeah. Like at least next year we will have all our picks. I mean, Barnell doing those wild shit trade away picks for some people next year, you know. But if we're able to still have that, and if I mean, we might not even we might have a worse record next year depending on how we do. I think we will. This yeah. will be the first year I'm not optimistic going mm-hmm. into a season, unless something nuts happens in the off season, which could. But oh no, last year I didn't care. I wanted us to lose every game, and I had no optimism whatsoever. And when they screwed up, they draft or they signed Teddy Bridgewater, and it's going to set us back three or four years. I'll, I'll say um, two of the, the the I know that Cam year we didn't have a two because we traded up for Jimmy Clausen the year before. And then the year we traded for Everett Brown, <laughs> when we traded so we traded up in the second round, our first-round pick the next year, that was kind of sucky not to have a first-round pick there. But, you know, 
recency bias does make you pit hole, but I, I'm going to wait and see how they handle this offseason off before I go completely to the dark side as Caleb has. I know oh, it's no. dark, but it... I'm not saying that next year can't be better. I'm saying right now at the end of this season, this is the lowest I've felt as a Panther fan. I, I will say the darkest moment yes. during the end of 1-15 where people were at school bullying me because I was a Panthers fan and at church and at youth group. That was the darkest for me because they were making songs about how bad the Panthers were. That might have been darker than this, but I see your point. Uh, and two years later, they went to the Super Bowl. Yes. The 2-14 two, yep. the, the season. Three years later, four years later, they went to the Super Bowl. Do you see this regime and this team making a Super Bowl in the next three years? Not yet, but again, it's still early. Still a lot of ball game left in this offseason. I mean, <laughs> do I trust this regime? No, I, not I'm at all. But I, I'll already, I, I'm kind of, I'm in Caleb mode already for next year. I'm kind of <laughs> thinking, let's just call it a day. Tank, <laughs> tank, and that's how, how we reset that. That's optimism see- for me. I said it. I said it on this podcast. I said it on this podcast. The moment they signed Teddy Bridgewater, you're in quarterback abyss. You're winning six or seven games, five to seven games for the next six or seven years, and it's not going to get any better. I don't see how this team tanks. They're too talented. They have too many weapons in different parts of the ball. I don't know. They got worse than they did last hey. year, right? Yeah, this coach can make it happen. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Uh, Caleb or Lurz, do either one of y'all want to pick a notebook question? Uh, you can do it, Lurz. Sure. All right. You can, I was going to say, it'd probably be easier for you to pick it because I'm on my <laughs> All right. phone. Okay. All right. Caleb's going to pick one then. While he's looking to pick one, just the housekeeping on our pick em. Eddie Hutto in first, Jeff Hux in second, Stevie Mooney in third, Caleb Smith in fourth, Caleb Combs in fifth. Alex Cadet in sixth, Duvall in seventh, uh, Steve Quarter in eighth, all favorites ninth, and uh, Chris Garcia in tenth. I think I'm in fourteenth. Lurs, I don't know where you dropped to. Are you like in twelfth or something? I don't know. I, I don't even know if I picked last week. I started. Uh. I started tanking like the pan. I started tailing like the Panthers in that. It was. It, it got ugly quick. Okay. Yeah, because you were not you, a good. You were in the top ten there not, for a good little bit. Yeah, I was like top three, and then yeah. boom, I don't even know where I'm at now. It's not a good year for Lurs, uh, football sports-wise, okay. all the way around. Oh, you're in 19th. Oh, great. Yeah, I must have not <laughs> picked last week or something. Maybe, maybe. Or all right. I just picked every game wrong. Well, and then on top of that, we do have uh, new season of Survivors at like the beginning of March, and then obviously March Madness, so those will be our next two fantasy Shenanigans, so get ready for that. Sign up for that. Caleb, you found a uh, uh, where I still rewind on the bridge notebook question yet? Yeah, let's do this one. All right. Uh, it's from my favorite, Bridget Ansborough. All right. All right. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Um, sorry, where'd it go? Um, fuck, Mary kill. Mexican food, Italian food, and Asian food. Well, I already know what you're marrying. Because you're already marrying Italian, right? Yeah. So uh, don't we all have to answer it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, we all answer. Uh, I was just okay. saying. I already know what your answer is going to be. You, but okay. No, Sp- spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> you always put Snapchat or Instagram story. Make sure y'all marry an Italian girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, all right. So I will. Uh, I'll fuck Italian food. Oh. I'm going to marry Mexican food because it's my favorite and I want it the rest of my life and I'm killing Asian food. 
Wow. What classifies as Asian food? See, hibachi. I, I love hibachi. I love, I love hibachi, but I don't love a, like Chinese. So, so mm. I'll kill it. But I love all three. But does hibachi count? I need to yes, know. Yes, yes, it does. It does. Yes, it does. yes. Oh. It's Asian. I want to fuck, fuck all three of them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You picked the question. You got to choose. Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I did. All right. Uh, so did you choose? So you, you're official with that one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm marrying Mexican food. I think I'd end up marrying Asian. Okay. Just for the hibachi alone. And then definitely fucking Mexican food. Yeah. Just sounds weird saying that. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll, I'll, I'll kill Italian. I'm yeah. kind of picky anyways, so I think I'll be all right there. Wait, I, does that count as pizza? Yes. No. Yeah. Yep. You got that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You have a lot of pizza that not know. Yep. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to flip to Allure's, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to fuck the Asian food, marry Mexican, and then kill the Italian food. That's where I'm going. That's so, tough. Yes. Yeah. I'm 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 fucking Italian food. Oh. I yeah. I'm marrying Asian. Uh, oh. And I'm killing Mexican. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 You've obviously yeah. never had Azteca. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I do not know. Now listen. Or El Toro. Yeah. I do. I love it. I love Azteca. It's around the corner from the house. Yes. Love it. But I I not. Nah. A good pizza? And the, oh, man. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, well, I already answered, so I can't change it. But the pizza thing is... Oh, uh, that was... They're all, they're all tough. Pizza. They're all tough. Cause they're yeah, all, absolutely. They, they've all got their home run hitters, and they're, they're yeah. A-pluses, so... Yeah. I'd probably... I'd probably, in hindsight, I definitely would fuck the Italian food and probably kill Asian and marry <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> that's right. That's what, that's what mine was. Yeah. Yeah, Thinking about it, because the pizza, and that's something you want, like when you're drunk on a Saturday night, you know. But Mex- uh, Mexican food, you can go long term with, yeah. Okay. That was good a call. good question. That was a good question, Bridget. That was pretty good. Really, it was. Really well done, Bridget. Yep. All right. Anybody with final thoughts before we get out of here and watch this national championship game? Well, first we got to make it, picks. We'll make quick point picks. Hornets are up too. Oh, that's good. All right. Oh. Then you got Georgia or Alabama, and then by the time this releases tomorrow, we'll find out how wrong we are. It releases tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not going to drop you, until tomorrow. You want the score, too? You want okay, the score, good. too, or just... Sure. If you want to feel if you feel the need to throw a score in there, why not? I'm going to... I'll start it off. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I no longer bet against Tom Brady and Nick Saban because they've proven me wrong time and time again. And if, if somehow Georgia pulls it off, hats off to them. So, Alabama 35, Georgia 17. I will go. Uh, uh, I'll uh, go ahead. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Georgia, thirty to twenty-seven in overtime. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go Georgia as well. Um, we'll go twenty-seven to twenty-one. Okay. Not bad. Regulation. So, I'm, Regulation. I'm, I, so, so, Jacob, you're the lone wolf because I'm going. Georgia as well, just because Alabama wins so fucking much, I would like wow. for something good to happen to Georgia. You know, 
I mean, it, of course, it's the Braves one this year, so I was happy. So I was like, maybe. You know, they can't have two nice things, Duval. Atlanta can't have two nice things. I, Come on. You're, you're right. So I, I'm going to say Georgia 34, Alabama 27. Okay. I'm not saying I wouldn't mind seeing Georgia win. I just, those are yeah. Tom Brady and Nick Saban. I, Nick Saban in college. I don't, I don't bet against her anymore. I just left them. If I'm wrong, then hey, that they got the better of me that day. But no, no longer after Tom Brady pulled the damn yeah, Super Bowl he, out last year. So yeah, yeah, and he did that twenty eight. Hey, hey, by the way, yeah, that's just wild. By, yep. by, by the way, just to say, uh, you know, Packers looking pretty good. My, I had one prediction that might be all right. That's the right. Packers <laughs> in the Super Bowl. There you go. We'll hang on to that. And we'll touch back in February. Yeah, right? I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to celebrate that one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll be like, uh, yeah, like the fifteenth or sixteenth of uh, February. So yeah, we'll dive back in. We'll reconvene um, about a month from now, post Super Bowl thoughts and discussions that we've done for the past four or five years, and then I'm sure we'll have some Panther news. Or hopefully, there's a new offensive coordinator by then. That's plenty of time for him to hire. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But any final thoughts before we head out? I'm looking forward to our pre-draft beards, um, yep. beards watch, uh, where we talk where we talk about not having a first for the next three years because we had Deshaun Watson. Wow! Wow! Okay! Okay! Oh, oh. All right. Oh, it would be wild. I It'll don't be... know what I would do. Yeah. No. All right. Things would things would get out of hands. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all. And yeah, I'll, I'm dropping this on Tuesday just to keep up with the same thing, you know, going with dropping podcasts on Tuesday. But I had to work tomorrow, Adam. That's why I'm dropping it tomorrow. Nah, well, I didn't want – I'm in a bowl picking with Glenn, and I'm one game behind him, so I didn't want him to possibly hear what uh, I was picking before the game. Oh, yeah, no. Because my only shot to – my only shot to win is uh, matching him. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like having the opposite pick, so yeah. – so it wouldn't have mattered since I'm here. dropping it tomorrow. It doesn't matter. So you're good. Yeah. 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 All right. Good deal. Appreciate it, fellas. Stick wrong real quick so I can grab a little screenshot. But uh, Duval, man, how do we send it out? Hey.